welcome to the second series of the Reworked podcast, brought to you by diversity consultancy EW Group. I'm Rachel Wilson, and every fortnight I'll be speaking to CEOs, HR leaders and workplace activists about the steps they are taking to reform and rework organisational culture. This is the second in our series of mini-guides to diversity and inclusion topics, which we've called How to Rework. Today we're talking about inclusive leadership. It's a popular buzz phrase just now, but what does it mean? And how do you know if you are an inclusive leader? How can you work on developing this as a skill? Well, coming up, I'm going to answer these questions and give you some top tips on inclusive leadership. So first of all, what do we mean by inclusive leadership? In the last few decades, many organisations have moved away from an overly hierarchical, command and control type of culture. Instead, leaders recognise the importance of getting teams working well together, getting them all bought into the direction of travel, and having everybody feel that they can make an equal contribution. Inclusive leadership is what gets us to these results. If I had to pick three things that an inclusive leader does, I would say they are someone who facilitates rather than dominates team conversations, is open to the input of others, and can adapt their style to different people. This is a skill that's also known as cultural intelligence. So what would you see an inclusive leader doing? I've been speaking to employees in a range of different businesses about how inclusive their leaders are. What examples of inclusive behaviour have stood out to them? What are their senior people saying and doing that signals how they respect and welcome everyone's contribution? Here are three examples of inclusive leadership in action, which show how simple and effective this attribute really is. This is what the first person said to me about something a leader in their business had done. My sales director recently asked a very junior member of staff to present to the board. It had never happened before but she had led the whole project. We all knew that by asking her to present, our boss was saying that she was the most competent to present the results. So this leader has given some thought to how high visibility moments like these, presenting to the board, are critical for advancing our careers. Reading between the lines, it sounds as though this leader has not simply asked their usual go-to person to complete an important task they have proactively found an opportunity to let somebody else in the team shine. A second person I spoke to told me this story. Our director spends five to ten minutes every week with everyone in his department, then writes a weekly blog to summarise what his team has achieved. He's a strong introvert, so this is his way of connecting with everyone without exception and highlighting people's successes. I think this story tells us a few things. To be the sort of leader who includes all different types of people, you first need to understand your own style and the things that make you different. This leader recognises that they are an introvert, but that as a leader, they need to find ways to champion and promote their team in the business. Where more extroverted leaders might speak at an all-staff briefing about what their team has been doing, this person is using a weekly blog instead. An inclusive leader works hard to raise the profile of others. The second thing this person is consciously doing is that they are making sure everybody in the team has access to them. This leader has a real open door policy and puts themselves out to spend a few minutes with everybody each week. They are facilitating a conversation rather than dominating it. 
My last example shows how inclusive leadership doesn't need to be about grand gestures. This person told me, I was in a collaborative session recently where somebody shared a new idea. The leader in the room was obviously excited about the learning and thanked them for sharing. They showed they were listening by asking questions to help their understanding. So this leader is making clear that they are open to input from others. They're consciously highlighting the contribution of others to their team. And on top of that, by asking questions, they are making it clear that they, as the leader, don't always have the answers. A real team effort is needed for effective problem solving, and they are using inclusive actions to demonstrate that. Now here's a tricky question. How do you know if you are an inclusive leader? It's always helpful to reflect and get feedback on our leadership style. So here are three ideas for how to determine where you sit on the inclusivity scale. One, try asking your colleagues and direct reports. How inclusive is my leadership style? Or perhaps, what could I do to include the team more? You can either do this directly in a team meeting, or you could send out an anonymous survey. Two, Speak to HR about weaving some inclusion questions into your next staff engagement survey, which could then be segmented by department. This way, you can compare how different parts of the business, including your own, are feeling about levels of inclusion and inclusive leadership. Three, gather some data on the way you've been allocating opportunities among your team. Has everyone had the opportunity to shine, or have you been delegating to the tried and tested few? So, to recap, how can we work on being more inclusive leaders? Remember, you don't have to be in a leadership role to be modelling inclusive leadership behaviours. In a team environment, we can all work on skills like empathy, listening and adaptability. Being better at all these things will have a direct impact on our workmates. At EW Group, a lot of our time is spent facilitating exciting conversations with senior people on diversity and inclusion. We've observed lots of different leaders in action over the years and have built up a picture of what inclusive leaders say and do. Before I finish up our How to Rework Guide to Inclusive Leadership, here's our summary of inclusive leadership attributes. They are great listeners. They empower their staff. They champion all their staff. They are aware of their own unconscious biases. They understand the benefits of diversity and inclusion. They make personal connections with everyone in the team. They acknowledge the input and contribution of others. They reflect on how opportunities are allocated and understand why this is so important. And finally, they adapt their style to different people. I hope this episode gave you some ideas that you can replicate in your own organisation. We'd love it if you could leave a review and also subscribe to Reworked so you don't miss our next episode. Diversity and inclusion at work has never been higher up the agenda. The EW Group team includes learning and development specialists, facilitators, researchers and analysts, all with deep expertise in equality, diversity and inclusion. If you think we can help you rework your own culture, please get in touch.